provides a platform for women of all walks of life to share their upbringings, life lessons learned, experiences, and journeys to come. Uncommon Women speaks on topics that can relate to all women. We share, we listen, we laugh, we cry, and we empower each other to be the best uncommon woman that they can be. Ultimately, we are cultivating a global movement of women supporting women. Women supporting entrepreneurship, relationships, self-love, and so much more. We inspire each other to make an impact on this world for the better. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Uncommon Women. Now, finally, grab a seat, get comfortable, and hear from your wonderful host, Shanira and Jenny Lee. Good evening, kings and queens. Thank you so much for tuning in to Uncommon Women. I am Shanira. And I'm Jenny Lee. And today we have an amazing guest speaker that's going to be with us in just a few moments um, in regards to sharing her amazing testimony. Uh, we have Melissa McDonald, which is a mother, nursing student, and also a psychology student. She's going to come on today and share um, her story of being severely burned as a child and how she overcame her traumatic experience. Um, but before we get into all that good stuff, uh, thank you so much, Melissa, for coming on. And is there anything that you would like to share or a fun fact about yourself that we don't know about? Um, I don't know about a fun fact, but my birthday is coming up. It is my birthday month, so I will be 31 Okay. Um, at the end of this month on the 29th. I'm very excited about that. Okay. And do you have any plans for your birthday? Um, to stay above ground. So. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm alive, well, that's a good plan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Do you um typically spend uh, your birthday with your family or do you go out with your friends or do you just celebrate the whole weekend? Really? Um, really, since my daughter's birthday is at the beginning of this month, the whole month is her birthday. Okay. So I'm gonna go get a cake, and she's gonna say, "Yay, mom! I'm so glad that you got a cake for our birthday." And, you know, she's gonna blow out the candles and everything, and I'm just gonna, you know, enjoy sit back it. and enjoy that for how, however many years that she thinks her birthday is my birthday. So, so you guys can go shopping, and you can just typically go shopping for her. Yeah, the whole the whole month of September is about. Elijah. It's all about her and I'm going to let her have it for till 16 and then she's, <laughs> she's like, no, no. It's not about you no more. No, cut no, no more. Okay. Cut off. 16 starts the sweet 16 and then that's when she's I'm done. <laughs> done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So your birthday's coming up. Uh, happy early birthday to you. We do celebrate the same birthday, so shout out yes, to Yes, shout out to us. <laughs> <laughs> birthday is next week, so happy birthday to you as well. So we oh, are thank you, ladies. Happy birthday. Uh -huh. <laughs> September, yay. Yes. The month of um, Yes, yes. So before we get into your testimony, and I guess, uh, you know, being a having a traumatic story, having a traumatic situation happen to you as a child, I guess that is a part of your, your testimony, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how was your life growing up prior to uh, the severe incident? Um, well, I don't really know. Uh, 
I don't really remember because I was burned at two years old. Okay. So I was burned very early. Um, so I don't really have um, many memories before being burned. Okay. Um, I do have uh, memories of right afterwards. So I do remember all of the hospitals. The hospital stays are very, very familiar. I remember those. Okay. Um, um, I think I probably remember the traumatic things okay. more than I remember um, the good uh, thing. anything else. Like I remember like some of the procedures that I had that, that were kind of painful and traumatic. Mm. I remember things like I remember things like that very, very, um, very fondly. Um, but okay. before being okay. burned, I I have no recollection of that at all. This is all okay. I know. Wow. Okay. So can you explain to us um, the story that, you know, your family told you of what happened? Was it just you in the fire or was it um, the whole house? How did everything actually go down? Well, I was not burned um, by fire. Okay. 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 So how I was burned, um, the story I was told was that I was at my maternal grandmother's house. So my okay. mother's mom. Okay. Um, and she was preparing some type of cake or dessert or some sort. And she was melting sticks of butter on the stove. And I was in the kitchen with her. Somehow um, I was in the kitchen alone and I pulled the pot from the, um, the stove onto myself. That's the story I've been told, wow. you, know, oh. you know, all my life. Uh, my uncle who was a teenager at the time is the one who found me in mm. the kitchen. Um, and he grabbed, you know, he grabbed me and you know, not no. He's only maybe seventeen or eighteen, a, okay. a teenager. So okay. he does. He, right. Most people don't know what to do when you encounter a burn. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. Even a small burn. You know, nobody knows what to do really. So him being a child, he, he, the first thing he can do is wipe it off. That's the first thing you know Ooh. that he can think. So he tried to wipe it off with with the water with the from the faucet. And that's when he noticed that my skin was literally yeah. melting yeah, mm. from my oh, body. Wow. Um, and he actually has burns on, he has small burns on his hands from the butter and my skin dripping wow. onto him as he was holding me. Um, and so I don't know, but I know that they called the ambulance. The ambulance um, got me and I was in a coma for a while. Oh, um, wow. And when my family got to the doctor, finally got to the hospital, uh, they were told, you know, just, we're so sorry, you guys should go home, start making the final arrangements for her because there's what? no way that she's gonna make it out of this. There's no way what? that, there's no way that a, 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 a child so small and being burned this severe would make it out of the situation. So oh um, that's what they told my mother and her family that, and, um, 31 years, here I am. <laughs> yeah, I know, oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, that was, it was very traumatic for my family. My mother is a young mother, so she's a teen. At this time, she's a teen mom. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's very traumatic when the doctors are saying one thing, you know, they're saying like, this is, she's not gonna make it, go home right. from the funeral. It is, wow. you know, it is what it is. Um, so thankfully I didn't, I did not perish, but I did have some struggles. Mm -hmm. um, they thought I was blind. Uh, they, uh, until I believe they said they cut on a bright light and I, I was able to see my mother and I called out for her 
because I was able to see her. That's when they realized I wasn't blind. I just lost vision out of one eye. Um, so I have a prosthetic eye. Okay. Uh, um, I believe they said that my head swelled like three times the size. Like I couldn't hold it up on my own because of the swelling. I had internal burns because I swallowed some of um, the the burn, the butter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had a, I've had a lot of a lot of uh, traumatic experiences regarding the burns. Um, one procedure that I remember the most fondly is um, when you're burned on the face, it's constricted. Okay. So um, they had to, I had to do a therapy where they stretched my mouth. Yes. So I remember finally it was something, just imagine scissors, mm. but the, the, the end is not sharp. Just imagine Ooh. scissors, but the end's not sharp. And they would put that machine or that into my mouth and stretch it. Oh, wow. to to help me have therapy so I can eat, okay. yeah, so I could eat, and you know, okay. you know, all of these. At two years old, necessary. yeah, oh I've, I've, I've been through my last surgery. I was seventeen years old, so I've had surgeries from two to seventeen. Mm, um, wow. So I've had over over a hundred, over a hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, I've had so many, mostly skin grafts. Um, and things like that but i've plastic surgery things like that things to help open the nose and like i said mm-hmm. in the mouth skin grab yeah. skin move from one place to the other place um so i have scars on my face i have scars on my shoulder i have a scar on my back i have a scar on my thigh um i have a scar in the middle of my head right behind my ear mm-hmm. you know there's just you know there's scars everywhere um like, but it's all I know. I'm not ashamed of it mm-hmm. or um, or embarrassed by it, mostly because it's all I know, you know? Yeah, so, it's your whole um, life, right. It's my whole life. Yeah. So I do um, have people who were burned at 15. So I understand that our walk is different because right. you have 15 years of being this person. When you're burned, just like a phoenix, when you're burned, you're a new person that's a new person right so yeah and i understand that that's a that's a different transition from me and this is all i know like i don't know i don't know any other way right so um yeah i do understand that my struggle as a burn survivor may not be the same struggle as someone else yeah who's been burned especially later on in their life um so but you know, we do have some similarities, but I, um, um, I, um, I, I try to be understanding, uh, with everyone's perspective and everyone's opinion, because everyone's experience on this planet is, is right. different. Yeah. Um, you know, just because I'm burning and she's burning doesn't mean that we feel the same about any anything uh but like i said we do have um we do have a sense of community where we are we know that we're not the same as everyone else so just like there's just like the lgb lgb community you know they have their community they might not agree or have the same opinion about everything but they they have that in common and that's their community 
just like you know, black people, we have our community. We not we might not agree about everything, but that's our community. It's the same with the burn community. We might not agree with everything or have the same walk of life or the same perspective, but we know that us going to Walmart and you going to Walmart is two different Walmart trips. Right. So, yeah. So, um, so we like I said, we have we have that in common. And um, like I said, I try to be respectful, respect, uh, respected or respectable to people who are burned later in their life and they have a harder time navigating this world as a new person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because I don't I don't have that problem, so I don't necessarily can understand where they're coming from to a right. point. So yeah. Uh, but like I said, I try to understand and be respectful to it, to their perspectives. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, taking a look back, do you remember, um, was there any resentment with your mom and your grandma? Did they did everything happen? Or like, what emotions do you know, if, if any, was your mom going through during the time of having to take you to the hospital and then yeah. finding out what happened? Like I said, she was a teen, so... Um, okay. And I'm not her only child, so okay. um, I, I know that she had a hard time uh, having to drop everything mm. and, and spend a week or a month or two right. months in the hospital with me. And she has another child mm. at home, yeah. or, you know. And um, I remember, like, I, I was born in, Dec- in Illinois, Decatur, Illinois. And the hospital I went to was the Shriners Hospital for the Burn in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's a four-hour trip, eight mm-hmm. hours each way. Wow! And Ooh. I remember my, you know, my family, my whole family, making that trip back and forth until we decided to finally settle in Cincinnati, Ohio. I remember those those trips. Wow. So um, I do know that it it was a um, a family affair mm-hmm. to get me to Cincinnati and get me the help, the professional and medical help that I needed. Um, So my family did, they didn't move. They had no issues. When my mom moved, her sister moved, her brother moved, you know, every, you know, everybody. Everybody just followed. Everybody. Village. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. You had a supportive family and, you know, they were all willing to, you know, just pack up and move just to be close to you and making sure that you got your proper the proper care that you needed for your burns that that's that's amazing yeah like i said i do give them um props for that because you know we we don't know what to you know like i said she was a young she's a young mom and nobody knows really what to do when your child goes through such a traumatic right Uh, yeah right Mm -hmm. so um You know they did the best they they did the best they could and right you know this is the mm-hmm. outcome so i can't be i'm grateful for that mm-hmm. <laughs> so even with you know living with the burns how was it growing up going to school how were children towards you you know did you get bullied yeah um the thing about bullying this is this is my take on bullying okay I don't think that I was bullied any more than any other. Everybody was getting bullied, right? Everybody mm-hmm. yeah. gets bullied. Yeah, they will find anything wrong, you know, and zero mm-hmm. on all that. I was an easier target. Yeah. I would say I was an easier target 
but I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that I was bullied more than anybody else. And, um, I've never been, a, I've never been afraid. I've never been the one to back down. I've always had a, a comeback. I have always had a smart mouth. I've always, <laughs> I've, you know, I've never had that issue. You know, we okay. can go back and forth. You want, you know, you know, you there's, no, back, right? yeah, there's yeah. no problems. Like we can go do uh, all day. She's like, like, I'm defending myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not that yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's no problems. Like, so I, I really, I really didn't have a big, I know, I know people are probably wanting me to be like, yeah, and I was bullied and I was crying in the corner and I was cowering, but that, that's just not the truth. I, you know, I, she's like, uh, not me. Not me. She um, held her own, which is good. Yeah, I held my own. Like yeah. I, I held my own. Um, but my, and I do uh, attribute that to my family because they let me know, like, you are going to, you look different. You're going to in, encounter these things. People are going to say mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. You have to be prepared for it. So I've been prepared for it all my life. Like mm-hmm. I said, I've been getting stares since I was two years old, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so, um, I'm not a stranger to someone staring or someone pointing or, you know, that's not, you know, I'm not a stranger to that, but, um, I'm also not going to cower in a corner. I'm going to ask you what you're looking at, you know? Right. And if, if you yeah. want to be educated, well, I can educate you. If you want to get cursed out, I can curse you out. Whatever <laughs> one you want to yeah. do, you know? It's just, right. You know, it, it could go either way. Um, it all just depends on, you know, what what you looking at. That's all it depends on, like, you know? <laughs> um, but, um, uh, everybody has those times where they want to fit in. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that I didn't want to fit in with my peers. Of course I did. When you're a teenager, there's a box. You want to be in that box. If you're outside that box, you're lame. So I'm not saying that I didn't have those things where I wanted to fit in. Of course I wanted to fit in. But I knew that I was burned and there was nothing that I could do about that. Mm-hmm. So there was no need for me wanting and wishing for me to change something that never want to change so i never dwelled on it because there's nothing i could do about it so (laughs) you came to an agreement with you you knew that yeah yeah i am yeah it is it is you know this is the this is the car god gave me and i'm gonna ride it to the wheels fall off you know and it is what it is i could be dead you know that's true mm-hmm. that's true burn, burn survivors have a very high mortality rate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and for me to be burned at such a young age and to to for me to progress that way it's a blessing that i like i said i'm above ground so mm-hmm. that's amazing mm-hmm. and i love i love your confidence so that that goes to my next question did you ever battle any low self-esteem i mean of course, I've never been a, I've never been burned, but I even, you know, yeah, self esteem. So, like, yeah, what was your journey with, like with that? Um, like I said, of course, I've, I've dealt as a young woman, any young woman, teenager, man, especially during puberty, we all mm-hmm. we're all trying to find ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've I struggled with that. Um, but I don't. I me being burned was never something that held me back because Mm -hmm. 
I can't take them off. Right. Before, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, before this class start, and I know it's 30 people in this class, I got to walk in this class. I can't take them off. That's right. And yep. go in mm-hmm. the class. So it just, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just make it happen because otherwise I will just be stuck at home, not enjoying life and mm-hmm. not living mm-hmm. life. True. And mm-hmm. life has so much to offer, good and bad. Right. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to experience both of them. So, exactly. so okay. um, I live until I can't no more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so being that you're severely burned, um, what are the... Uh, what are the problems and issues that are faced by, you know, yourself and other burn survivors? Um, okay. So, okay. Medically, the burn survivors community has made uh, a lot of strides with um, the things that they do uh, medically. Um, I don't believe that the surgical skin grafts are as prominent as they were back in those days. They have things where they use like uh, fish scales to regenerate skin and things like that. Things that were not happening in 91 and 93, you know, back when I was burned. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so, and I haven't been um, in the hospital and like as a burn survivor in that capacity since I was 18 years old. So, um, I really don't know exactly what has uh, progress that much in on the medical side, but for society, uh, the same I would say the same thing. There's a standard in society, and if you don't fit that standard, then mm-hmm. you have felt the way I felt. Period. That's you, true. You could it whether you be black, too black, you know, mm-hmm. whether you be big, you know whether you be um, gay or less, if you don't fit in that box, you felt the way I felt. Whether you got a five head, you know, four eyes, you know. It, yeah, it, I know. It, it, yeah. I know what you're saying. Uh-huh. Too skinny, even people yeah, get too skinny. skinny. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. If you don't fit that standard, mm-hmm. you heard all the jokes, you felt yep. the thing, you know. Yep. Um, so, me being a burn survivor, it's, it's, I'm not, besides medically, besides that I'm a medical marvel <laughs> and I should, oh, you know, <laughs> living outside of that, <laughs> you know, outside of that, uh, if you don't fit in that standard, you, we felt the same. Right. We, we've had to uh, navigate society the same because if you don't fit the standard, society is harsh. And, um, so I navigate the the same way everybody else navigated. You know, um, you go, you, you either you like it or you don't. You know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, like I said, you know, even, but even if like it, like I'm gonna use glasses. Even if you did get made fun of for your glasses, you don't have to wear glasses if you mm-hmm. don't. Right. You know? yeah. that, that's something that you could change. Me being burned. There is literally absolutely nothing you can do. I'm gonna read say it over. There is literally nothing. Nothing. There's no surgery, there's no pill, there's no there is 
nothing. Once you're burned, you're burned. That's it. So either you're going to sink or swim. That's true. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. So I want to swim. So I swim. And um, I don't let anybody else's insecurities project mm-hmm. on me because everybody has insecurities. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I know some of the most beautiful women who were cowards off my confidence in the world mm-hmm. because just they have an insecurity. And um, so I, I, like I said, I navigate this world knowing that we, I'm, I'm human, you're human, and we're all going to experience this world differently. Yeah. And I'm, yep, I'm just, yep. and I'm just, as long as, um, you know, I'm respectful and, you know, and um, I take care of my child, I take care of my responsibilities. Uh, that's, that's really all I strive to do. I don't try to be any um, better than anybody or, uh, you know, more than, I don't like to put on more uh, than what I am. You know, I'm just trying to pay the bills and, and, you know, and raise my child just like any other person in the world. You know, I just do it under a spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like I said, I don't, I try, I try not to let it handicap me. I love that. You know, yeah. because. You can't uh, be stuck in it. Yeah. No, not at all. You can't change it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I was, I was burned, but it's not who I am. Right, yes. It's something that happened to, to me. me. It, it it's not me. me. Yes. So, yes. You know, yes. So just got to keep it moving. So that's right. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so now, now that you're swimming, because you said <laughs> swimming, <laughs> yeah. swimming, swimming, you know, yeah. how, how is those fish in the sea? How oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since he's swimming and all, mm. <laughs> mm. you know, how is this been, you know, did you have any trials and tribulations with that or having to explain all the time? You know, because it's rough out here. It's rough yes, out it here. Yes, it is rough. Um, okay, I can say that I probably get more creeps than mm. most women. Mm. Um maybe people that like have odd fetishes I might get. Wow. Fetishes? Yeah, like yeah. I don't people are weird. Okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> people are very, very weird. Um, but yes, uh, dating is hard. Uh, but I, I think dating is hard because dating sucks. There's pee in the dating pool. I gotta agree. There is pee in there. Like it's just, it's not good for nobody. Um, it's not good for nobody. Uh, but I do realize. Okay, so. Just say there is fifty percent of good men in the pool, right? I do realize that only like fifteen percent are gonna find me attractive, right? Mm-hmm. And then out of that fifteen percent, only like three point five of them is gonna be worth nothing, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's break it down like that. <laughs> 
but that's the I mean, same for everybody. <laughs> it's true. I gotta agree with you. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. My issue is, as long as the man is secure within them, within himself, I won't have an issue. That's right. I cannot mm -hmm. date a, me with an insecure man. Any woman with an insecure oh, man, yes. an insecure man is dangerous. Not oh, even yes. no, not even even joking, laughing. An insecure man is dangerous. Yes, period. it's true. Mm -hmm. So, so you have to be secure within yourself. Period. To date me, because people are going to question. People are going to ask you questions. People are going to yep. inquire. What do you see? Why you know what? What do you see? You know why? Uh, uh, you know, you're going to get questions. Like I, I've had exes who, you know, candidly told me like, you know, I get people ask me all the time, like, uh, you sure? Like, you're not just playing with her or, you know, you're not, you know, like, so people, you, you are going to get questions. You are going to get, uh, grilled. People are going to look at you crazy sometimes, you know, you just have to be secure within yeah. yourself, you know, um, because I am, and I'm not going to cower. And I like to be showed off, like, because, and you know, my That's perspective, right. I'm, cute. <laughs> I'm super cute, and I, I want to be, I want to be outside, yeah, I want to yes, be, you know, be outside, I want to be, be outside, <laughs> and I've, I've had encountered men who love me indoors, and they just love me indoors. When we get outside, mm -hmm. the, you totally know, different story. They're totally different story. They're they're mm -hmm. embarrassed or they're scared or whatever. I've I've encountered that, um, but I usually have a good gauge with men who are um, secure enough within themselves where I'm not going to be uncomfortable being myself. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, so I only deal I only deal with men who are secure enough with themselves on that level. Like I, um, I did. I mean, I entertained those guys when I was young. We've all entertained. Let's not go there. <laughs> so, we've all been. We've all been there. Nothing changed since I'm a burn survivor because as long as you're attracted to straight men, you got some problems and you gonna have some problems and that's just the <laughs> truth so no matter what you look like you could shoot y'all see beyonce she's beautiful and a billionaire and her sister beat her man up in the elevator <laughs> so if beyonce got this type of problem then you know so we all got problems in the day yeah. pool <laughs> in a day area. Long as you are attracted to straight men, you got some problems. So I have some problems because I'm attracted to straight men. So I got straight man problems. So whatever straight y'all know what straight man problems is. Yes. Problem, yes, we do. <laughs> I got the same problems. They don't they don't change. They wear the same hat every house they go. <laughs> same hat on. They don't change the hat because I'm a burn survivor. No, the, the hat's still on and they still they same self. Yes. 
Oh my so, goodness, that was funny. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm low key cracking up. <laughs> We're gonna have to get you a comedy show. You doing the wrong podcast. <laughs> People tell me that a lot, and I always like I'm not always entertain the idea. But I wouldn't know what to do once I got up there because I just be telling people the truth about my life. Like, you know, the I be dead serious. Everybody else be laughing, but I'm just I'm <laughs> dead serious about what I'm talking telling y'all right now. And I don't know how to translate that into stand-up comedy. <laughs> we'll start with the hat. Just all you gotta do is take yeah, the, the hat part. Yeah, that's the same hat. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. But it, it's true, everything you were just basically saying. But I really want to call piggyback on the questions. You know, how people are, are busy asking your partner questions about you. And for me, I think that's just like people need to mind their business. Yeah. You know, obviously he's with you because he cares about you and he loves you. Right. It doesn't matter. You know, people always think like in the dating pool, somebody, we they expect people to have a pretty face or a pretty body. Right. And it's not always the case. It's always about what you have to offer as your value. He isn't seeing the outside. He's seeing the inner you, you know, and. And that's what, like, the outside too. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you are pretty, but I meant to right. say, you know, like, yes. like yeah, you yes. know what I mean. Yes, like, you know, I know what you, know, I know what you mean. Talking. Yeah, we yeah. Know what you're about. I, 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 for everybody is what she tries yes. to. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. I am not everybody's <laughs> cup of coffee. I'm somebody's whiskey straight. That's right. Oh, girl, yes. And I understand that. And you know, I'm definitely. You definitely got to be, like I said, you got to be strong and very strong within within themselves. So right. I've yes. dated older men mostly because, okay. uh, you know, the younger guys, I'm, I'm getting old now, so I probably can't even say <laughs> older men no more. <laughs> <laughs> but my past dating history, I've always went for the older guys because... Um, the older men are more secure. Men my age, well, men my age back then was still finding themselves. Like I was finding myself, and you know, shoot, I you know we grew up in the same era. They were still stuck on the light skin, light eye, big butt, long straight hair era. I ain't none of that. I already know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I ain't none of that. I I ain't got, I ain't checked not one of them things off. <laughs> so, um, I do, I do attract more older men, um, uh, because I guess I'm more mature and, um, but all men suck no matter the age. I've learned that. Um, I've done the research. I've done the legwork, young women. You don't have to go out. I've done the research, 
they're all the same, no matter the age. I've done the leg work. I've got the numbers. If y'all want to read them, don't do it. They all the same, <laughs> no matter the age. So um, I recently just left. Got uh, I recently just transitioned. I don't like to say breakup because breakup is negative and has a negative connotation to it, and nothing about um, the transition was negative. So I had a transition from um, being in a relationship. It would have been three years this April. Um, and, you know, it was a transition because we were just two completely different people um, on two di- completely different tracks. And I am just not going to force a square peg into a circle. And um, I'm just so... Um, Cause no one's happy with that you know i'm not happy and you're not going to be happy and i'd rather us to be mad at each other temporarily just for this than to ruin a friendship trying you know trying to hold on to something years down the line and then we it blows up and be you know so um so you know i do date dating does happen um i don't like doing it <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, but like I said, I don't think it's fun for anybody right now. Um, uh, but I do know that the percentage of men that find me attractive who are not creeps is small. And I do recognize that. Uh, but that doesn't bother me. Um because whatever's for me is gonna be for me. And I'm not yeah. really, I'm not gonna have to change a thing, you know, I'm not gonna have to pretend to be anything else, you know, they're gonna love me for who I am or they're not. Or, you know, I could just be a uh, single my whole life. That's fun too. I don't mind that, you know. I got my baby. I, I did my contribution to the world, you know, I've I've done that. So, um, I don't mind being single for the rest of my life. That's cool. I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> I love that res- that perspective because you know you know we're always we're taught to just oh well we need someone in our life and yeah no that's not necessarily always true you know if you no. feel like your life is fulfilled without a child without a spouse then you know what then if that's what you want to do and makes you happy then you know do it you know. Yeah. If you feel like you need something, then you're missing something within yourself. Mm-hmm. If you feel like it, you no. need someone else to complete you, it simply means that you you don't feel completed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it took me a minute to learn that. You know, like I said, we all we bump our heads during this thing called life. Mm-hmm. So you know, it took me a minute to 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 learn that. But I did learn the power of being alone and what you can learn about yourself just spending some time with yourself because when you're in a relationship with someone um we're all individuals but you tend to pick up and emulate that person whether it be their energy their spirit their hobbies whatever it may be you you lose part of yourself and you gain part of them when you're in a when you're when you're in a relationship and if you're not completed and firm and grounded in who you are, that can completely wash you out. 
And yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's why I I am a firm believer with learning and being alone and being firm and grounding yourself and knowing who you are. So when that person comes to your life, they're an addition and they're not everything. You know, you adding to my life, but me relying on you, that's two different things. And I don't yeah, I don't want that in a partner and I don't want a partner to want that in me either. You know, yeah. Um, I want someone who's gonna move and shake like I'm gonna move and shake. I don't, you know, um, I don't want anyone waiting for me at the end of the day. Right. Uh, and yeah. I don't want you to want the same thing either. So, um, like I said, I, I do um, know the power of it is just being alone and grounding and knowing yourself because you can lose yourself when you partner with somebody else. So. Um, so we're gonna press the reset button on that because I did that for three years. So we, you know, <laughs> we reset that. But I, I agree, being <laughs> whole is so important because you don't want to be codependent on somebody else. Yep. Because mm-hmm. once that person can no longer fulfill that void that you're having, you're searching and looking for somebody else. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. because they're empty within themselves. Yep. And. Yeah. I think that's why, you know, the dating pool is so bad because they're always looking for the next best thing instead yeah. of just realizing mm-hmm. who they are. And they they are, are the best thing. They are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about some good stuff. Um, what are some things that you're most proud of about yourself? And, you know, just looking back, I know you have a daughter that took over the whole month of September. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> What are some things that you're proud of about yourself? Um, I am most proud of my resilience. Mm. Um, I love that about me. Um, I have overcome so much. And I'm so proud that I don't let it stop me. And and my daughter. Mm. That's my daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to uh, the wisdom that I've gained over the years being a burn survivor because I feel like I have um, just like a certain something that I can pass on to my daughter that most people mm. a perspective that most people don't have and I'm excited to um, to raise her and to see what she can accomplish in this world because I feel like um, you know I didn't come from money you know, I was burned and, um, but I've done, I've, I've been on, um, I've been interviewed by Ebony magazine, you know, I've been on TV multiple times. I've been flown, flown to speak at conventions. I do podcasts with lovely women like you, you know, and (laughs) if I wasn't burned, I probably would have never been in those doors. Mm -hmm. So, um, the fact that I took lemons and made them some bomb lemonade, girl. Bomb lemonade, nice and sweet. The fact that I do that, um, I'm most proud of. That's amazing. That's amazing. If there is one thing that you can share to our listeners to help them better understand you know, burn survivors, what would it be? Um, it would be 
that we're literally just like everybody else, literally. Um, I would say if you're dealing with a burn survivor, if you're like a friend or a family member um, who's burned or maybe recently been burned, um, I mean, I would tell them to give them grace because, like I said, your perspective and how you navigate the world and how they navigate the world is totally different. You will never understand what it's like to be a burn survivor. Never. You can never understand where they're coming from. But that doesn't mean that you can't sympathize or have the empathy to to be there for them and listen or be a shoulder to cry on somewhere over them where they can vent. Um, somewhere where they're safe from society. Like they shouldn't have to worry about society or the standard when they're in your when they're in your space or when they're around okay. you. You know, um, uh, I have my friends. Uh, I've had to calm them down over the years, but my friends like to fight. So <laughs> I'm so glad we're grown now. We've outgrown that. That's where you get that about that life from. I'm oh. just saying. Uh -huh. <laughs> Ow. I, my, my friends like to fight. And I had to, you know, explain to them, like, you can't beat, you can't fight everybody. Some people just don't know. You know, they don't know. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's something different. Everybody stares at something different. I'm a burn survivor, and I see if I see something out of the ordinary. Like, I go to New York. There's some crazy stuff that I, on the subway that I stare at. Like, some people, <laughs> that I, stuff that I've never seen that I stare at because it's, it's human nature to question or be weary of things that are different and that we don't. Yes, true indeed, yes. So it's human nature. But how you handle it, how you navigate it, and how you treat those people is really what matters at the end of the day. You know, yeah, the fact that you, that you first met me and you stare for a minute, that's not going to determine whether I'm cool with you or not, you know? Yeah. How you hand, you know, did you speak? You know, when we had a conversation, did you look me dead? Did you look me right in the eye? You know, you know, that those things are going to uh, determine, you know, whether we have a relationship or not. Because, like I said, people, humans, if it looks different, they're going to stare. They're going to have something to say about it. It's just, it's human nature. And you have to understand human nature. And it's, It'll be, I would drive myself crazy being upset and trying to fight everybody who stares or who, who looks at me like they've never seen a burn survivor before because they probably never had, you know? So, um, you know, like I said, I respect that they're having a human experience the same time that I'm having one. And as long as they respect, you know, respect my boundaries and who, you know, then I'll respect, then I won't have no issues with them. You know what I'm saying? So long as you realize that you're still dealing with a human being at the end of the day, that person still has feelings, you know, they still have an opinion about something and their perspective might not be yours, but uh, respect is the common ground. That's all anybody needs. Anybody is respect. That's, that's all. Like, you don't have to have my same opinion. You don't have to feel the same way I feel about anything. It's just respect to you. That's it. So long as you treat um, treating your burn survivor friend, or if you run into a burn survivor at the store, 
at the end of the day, that's a human being and all they need is respect. They're just, you know, if you see me at Walmart, I'm just grocery shopping. I'm just trying to get my eggs, my bread, my tea and get out of here. Like, you know, <laughs> just like just like you are. I'm not doing anything different than what you're doing. It might look a little different, but the mechanics are still the same. Mm, I like that. It's true. You know, everyone's different, you know. You know, even with those that have disabilities, I can, it, it, it happens. It happens yeah. because you're just different and you're unique. And, you know, instead of just staring, ask, like you said, you know, you know, yeah. you want to get educated, you want to understand, you want to know my story, you know, right. I'm willing to speak to you, yeah. you know? Yes. It's like, do you, do you want to educate or do you want me to berate you? <laughs> you know, whatever. But you're gonna break okay. it down, not break anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Most people choose to be educated, you know. But to be mm -hmm. honest, uh kids, I love kids because kids have no problem with asking. Mm -hmm. They have no mm -hmm. issues. They will ask in a hot second, what happened to you? What is mm -hmm. wrong? Like what happened? I've had parents, I've noticed that the parents have been stared at me and but their child is the one who had the nerve to ask. Like I've, I've seen, I've, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've encountered that so many times, and um, you know, and that I take that chance to educate the kid on fire safety. You know, you don't mess with the stove, you don't go in the kitchen without an adult. You know, and I tell them that you know I got, you know, I was burned and I mm -hmm. look different, but I'm still the same. I'm a human, you know, just like they are. And, right. Kids are very okay. understanding. We don't people don't give kids enough credit when it comes to understanding the world that they live in. You know, um, yeah. so kids are very smart, and um, they naturally don't have any judgment. They just don't know. You know, so yeah. long as you they're properly educated, then you know they navigate the world perfectly fine. Like mm -hmm. my. My daughter, uh, she, she's, she, even though I'm, uh, she has me as a mother and I'm a burn survivor, the first time she ever seen somebody in a wheelchair, she stared and she had questions because mm. she's never seen that before, you know, yeah. you know, because it's a different perspective, you know, right. we're, we both might be in the same boat technically under, you know, but it still looks different and she didn't know what that was. And I have to educate her on, you know, being being disabled in that way and needing help, you know, getting around and, you know, transportation. Because, like I said, it's all different. We all have a different experience. Um, and we all just need to be mindful and respectful on everybody's experience. You know, we're all human and we're all having an experience. And um, some people are just not strong enough to tell their story or wear their experience on their sleeve um, but that doesn't mean that they don't deserve the respect we should you know, handle everybody with care because you never know mm -hmm. what yeah. um, anybody's going through or you know thinking at that moment so I try to be mindful um, because you know um, I'm not perfect no one is so yeah yeah I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, 
not many understand, but it's true what you say about kids. Kids are the most understanding and most caring and curious little creatures. But you know what? You can sit there and tell them a story and they won't even judge you for it at all. Right. You know? And I love that. You know. They're going to tell you the truth too, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that too. That too. <laughs> right. They will. They, they ain't got no secrets. But it also might be a lesson to the things that you tell mm-hmm. them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You might take heed. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Kids. kids are, kids are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shanara, do we have any um questions from the audience by any chance? No questions. Shout out to Kim. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Kim. Hey, Kim. Nope. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, um, Alyssa, for coming on and speaking on your powerful testimony. You know, I love your your spirit, your, your, your just just how you are, you know, and thank you again. Uh, we have we have one question we ask our guest speaker. Uh, what makes you uncommon? What makes me uncommon? Um, the fact that I don't care where anybody is. And mm. I know that a lot of people say that and they don't mean it. But I say it and I live it. I live it mm. every day. You know, me um, getting up, like I said, just simple, a simple trip to the grocery store uh, and me navigating this world with my head held high is not caring what anybody thinks because um, I've been told multiple times if I was in your shoes, I don't think that I could do this. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do. No. If I was in your shoes, I would never go outside. But, you know, wow. but I do. And you know, with a smile on my face, and I make it look good too. And um, mm. <laughs> I believe that is what makes me uncommon. <laughs> I love that. And she's about that life, and we'll clap back. Just saying. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you again, Alyssa, and thank you to all our listeners that were tuning in this evening. Make sure you check out our apparel at www uncommonwomen.net as well as make sure you go check out our YouTube channel at Uncommon Women Podcast. Like and subscribe and make sure you check me out next Tuesday, September 13th at 7pm. I have an amazing guest speaker. She's going to come on and talk about sickle cell awareness. Um, Instagram live at 7 o'clock p.m. again. Eastern time. I didn't forget that. And um, uh instagram uncommon three women make sure you come check me out as well as if you or anyone that wants to come on our platform to speak on any of the story any awarenesses make sure you can also reach uh, you can reach out to us at email uncommon three women at gmail.com and once again never forget this stay uncommon bye